Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCready, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey everybody, welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCready. On today's episode, we continue our series of conversations on redefining discipleship and lifestyle learning. Today, I focus in why might we have such deep need for control It could be because of the love deficit in our life. Take a listen. I hope it helps you to go deeper with him and to connect with me. Hey, everybody. Great to be together today. So if the quality seems a little different, I'm in a remote location using remote equipment. But let's dive in today and continue our series of conversations on redefining discipleship, lifestyle, learning. This is probably part five, but I could go on and on about this because the layers and levels that God needs to bring us through to truly grow us up in our new life, my friends, are probably never ending. Season by season, year by year, we are staying with Him, leaning into Him, and allowing Him to grow us up. And so surely by now, we've all figured out We're never going to stop growing up. So we need to stop trying to arrive at some particular, you know, I've got it and, uh, you know, I can now, you know, relax and I don't have to keep, you know, struggling forward. No, what we need to do is have a deep shift in our attitude, which is I'm with him. He's my destination. He's my purpose. He is my everything. And now, as I'm with him, with my Father, through the finished work of Jesus, by the person and power of Holy Spirit, they are going to be raising me up, getting me ready, uh, taking me through each day, meeting every need. This is going to be so key. Then, my friends, what will happen is a really deep rest will come over you because you stop striving to hit a particular Uh, you know, destination or thinking, you know, I should already know all of this. Why do I keep have to, you know, learn again and again? Rather, you begin to realize, well, wait a minute, what makes me think I wouldn't have to keep learning? And so you can finally settle in with him and you can begin to walk with him in a way that is so much more freeing, more productive, Because you realize this is lifestyle learning. And I'm going to be learning of him, knowing him, adapting to his way of thinking and living more and more. So I hope that just before we can dive in today that you can sense a deep rest is available to you. And you just remember today, no matter what's going on in your world right now, that you can remember today that he is loving me. He is working in me. He's growing me up. It's going to be okay. You're going to make it. I've had people in my life who said to me, Nancy, you're going to make it. And honestly, I said to them, are you absolutely certain? Because I'm not sure I'm ever going to get out of this fog or get out of this fit or get out of this struggle. But you know what they knew was what they had themselves learned. Uh, because they were, you know, years before me and uh, were more mature in the Lord simply because they'd been with Him longer. 
and they knew that being with him was the point. And so there was a rest on them that they encouraged me to enter into, and I'm encouraging you to enter into that same rest. Because we've got some really intense things to learn, to, to have him reveal to us, to, to then bring us into agreement with him. So part of what I want to share today, I had touched a little bit on it last time, and I want to share today uh, a little bit more about um, uh, the things that once conditioned us, the things that once affected us and trained all our senses and mental faculties, it says in Hebrews 5, 13 and 14, uh, were things that we did to survive in our early years we may have been more in a survival mode. We, we were having to try to meet our own needs out of our own resources, independent of God, our need for love and security and value and worth and acceptance. And in that independence from God, we were learning ways and coping mechanisms and defense mechanisms. And it, it's flesh is what the scripture calls it. It's all the ways that the old man um, the old system uh, operated and the way it thought. And so our, our senses and our mental faculties, our soul and our body, were trained in such a way and conditioned in such a way. So some of you may have been on, uh, you know, high alert at all times. Your, your survival skills were well honed and you had to be hyper vigilant uh, to the emotions of other people around you. And so what happens oftentimes um, is we begin to develop a high need for control. What God is saying to us is that our mental faculties, our senses, um, out of the spirit, our soul and body, needs to now be conditioned according to Him and what He's done and who He is to us and who we are to Him and the atmosphere and the culture of the kingdom and and living in an atmosphere of, of being totally loved and secure. So that's a huge shift. I might have been able to say that in, in 60 seconds, uh, but that could take a lifetime for him to begin to truly uh, uh, raise us, develop us of who we are in the spirit. And then we get to decide if that's going to uh, you know, break out into our soul and into our body. You know, that, that we have a cooperating responsibility towards the Father. He's the source and He leads and does it all. But we are, you know, that we allow Him to love us and to raise us. So I wanted to kind of touch on the specific issue of control uh, because we were never meant to try to live in control. And it's really an illusion we think we've gained control. Um, we sometimes may not even realize why do I need so much control. Um, and, but, but it's an illusion. We've never really been in control. Because, and this may, just stay with me in this, but the, the very fact that you have such a high need for control means that something else is controlling you. And oftentimes that is fear um, there may have been real true danger or abuse or trauma, uh, but by nature, the old man is a control freak. You, you understand that we were born with a nature 
that is filled with fear and the need to control. It's the perversion of being a person who is deeply loved and walks in real authority. And so, of course, we want to be the latter. We want to be those who are deeply loved and can walk in real authority. First, we take authority over ourselves, and then we're able to move with the Lord and be able to be people of true authority, which does not mean of of dominating other people. Uh, People of real authority in the kingdom are going to be those who can bring in really deep peace, purpose, order, um, that that things can actually be accomplished and there's a real serving because that's the authority of God. So let's just look at, real quick, I just want to mention and touch on some things because here on Tent Talk, uh, oftentimes I want to provoke you uh, and then that'll get you to talk with God and to let Him reveal some things to you. It might provoke you in your thinking, your meditating times with Him and the Q&A that you have with the Father, and it will open you up to some things. So let me just touch on uh, just some things. That that oftentimes, wherever there is um, control, um, it is going to stir up uh, fear and flight and discouragement and that's why we feel the need to get in control because it is so frightening. Uh, we may feel so overwhelmed, uh, so completely despairing, and so we're desperately grappling to regain control, to fix things, to to you know uh, want to uh, make sure that others know exactly what it is that they need to do and. And we try to pick up the pieces. We're trying to keep the peace. Um, so, you know, you'll have to know what that might mean uh, for you. Also, another um, part um, is that this can really stoke the fires of a lot of real personal selfish ambition. Now, God never said, Jesus never said that it was wrong to be ambitious. He said, if you want to be great you know, then serve. He didn't say you shouldn't want to be great. But he says in the kingdom, greatness is is defined and lived out in a completely different way. But selfish ambition is, is I want to be in charge. I want to have the attention. I should have this. I should have that. Um, And it's all about really more than serving others. It's usually about consuming others. And we're using um, things and people and positions for our own, um, you know, need. And so uh, we can become driven people. And uh, so that's something uh, that we have to, you know, be ready to let God show us. To really look at what is really driving the things that we think we've got to have to be okay. Um, Another part of this, of course, is where there is deep woundedness and and great insecurity uh, and very pronounced um, needs, uh, unmet needs, I should say, because the need is not the problem. But when they go unmet early in life, um, they the what they would call the pronounced ego need 
the self need is 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 at such a deficit that we ne- it, we never feel full we never can really relax never really feel satisfied and uh, trying to fill a love deficit in your life is what is oftentimes driving the deep and constant um, need for affirmation and approval, even maybe craving popularity, needing to be needed, to always be in the in crowd, on the inside track. You can't stand if you find out that, you know, other people know things you don't know. Well, I didn't know that. Nobody told me that, you know, because a lot of your security comes from if I'm next to the power people, I'm next to those who have the right information, then I can know what's happening before anyone else. Um, we don't like to be surprised. We don't like to be caught off guard. Okay, control freaks do not like to be caught off guard. They don't like to be outside the loop. All right. And again, this can be at differing levels and in differing situations. But I want to just come back and say this again, that a lot of this is because we're still trying to fill that lack of deep, deep love, this love deficit in our life. And so we constantly need to be reaffirmed. And if we don't hear uh, good feedback from people, um, then it just can cause like a tornado, a swirl of insecurity inside and the anxiety levels that can begin, uh, you know, to ratchet up. And so this need to be needed causes us to oftentimes that can show up where we are tremendous people pleasers. We try to, um, you know, to recognize what someone's going to need before they even know they need it themselves we're always thinking ahead. We've got everything laid out. And we love that people appreciate that. And that really causes us to feel, um, you know, so necessary. And so if we fail at that, if we forgot something, okay, this might be for one of the perfectionists out there. You know, you had five things laid out and then they said, oh, where's the, you know, number six? And you're like, Oh, how could I have forgotten that? And you just go on and on about, you know, how could I have forgotten these things? You see, sometimes these traits that we have, these characteristics, what makes us, what we think makes us valuable to other people, you see, really, it's on such a shaky, you know, foundation. Um, and uh, it, it, it obligates it obligates the Father to have to reveal these things to us. And again, He's getting us down to the real core of how did all of that get developed? What's going on? Why are you so desperately trying to meet that need? And of course, in many cases, it's because there's been deep rejection or abandonment at some point, And that created and brought development to the fear, the insecurity, the obsession with self-preservation, the resistance to authority. And of course, a lot of that breeds a lot of bitterness. And so we have to recognize that that's not counseling's job. That's discipleship's job. 
You see, these are, in many situations, we have tried to counsel things that need to be discipled. Now, again, I'm not here trying to say that I'm against counseling. That's not my point. I'm saying I'm for discipling. (laughs) That's where my focus is. But there are so many things that get put into the wrong category in our lives, and therefore the solutions we attempt to apply to them actually can begin to isolate us more and more rather than free us more and more to the Father. So discipling isn't just, I'm going to get a lot of Bible knowledge and I need to be a better Christian. Discipling is the Father's means of raising His sons, meeting every true, deep, legitimate need that God Himself gave you. God gave you your needs for love and security and acceptance. Why? Because He plans to be the one who meets them. He has made you acceptable where and in who? Christ. You are deeply loved and wanted. And it was true long before you ever showed up to please someone, to help someone. You know, you aren't supposed to have to earn love. It's like that's a complete anathema to the way of the Father. So you see, these are things that have to be brought finally into the realm of real, true discipleship. Because then He becomes your source. Your bond is with Him. You're not now any longer in your trauma bonding, right? Now you are bonded to the Father. So this is why we will try to control people by pleasing them. We control people by scaring them. We try to control people with our anger. We're going to make sure that you know certain things happen, certain things don't happen. And all of that control freakish behavior is driven by this deep love deficit that's going on and that is for people whether they're in you know prison or in the pulpit or wherever they are this is a part of the 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 condition of man when he's born independent from god for more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady. So we've got to see these things in our redefining of discipleship and lifestyle learning is that there, there has to be a true exchange and that we begin to let Holy Spirit lead us out of the, the control um, uh, performance mode of living and really, truly, deeply bring us into the place of deep security with Him. So now let's shift and look at, so how, what will some of that look like if we're going to actually let Him condition us and let Him bring us to the place where we are now living in an atmosphere of love and acceptance and security that comes deeply from in Christ and being in Him and having been made new. So first we want to look at that we've identified some things, but now let's look at how how might some of this be dealt with and what might be some core specifics that might come up? Well, first the Lord is going to bring you into new levels of stability uh, because being stable, just coming into a place where you know that He is tending to you, He is loving you, He is going to uh, show you how to move forward. So He first begins to bring us in 
to new levels of stability where we know we may not be fully mature all right but stability comes so that maturity can begin to be developed and so when we truly begin to shift our hope and faith towards Jesus towards the Father towards Holy Spirit because those who hope in them are stable because he becomes your foundation he is the foundation of the spirit man and he becomes the anchor of your soul and he holds you firm and immovable and unshakable in the midst of any storm any rejection any actual abandonment that might be happening now that's triggering all the deep abandonment things from your life previously you see now you're you're stepping into him the person of your father in a way that though you may still feel frightened you may still feel like running you can now decide no I'm going to stay with you and so stability is one of the first things that he begins to um, uh, bring you into one of the things also that you'll you'll need to now decide as you're going to stay with him is don't check out is when the going gets tough it's often oftentimes a temptation to check out shut down numb out and just say I'm tired I think I'm just gonna you know I'm just gonna sit this one out um, you know I, I, I'm just not gonna I'm not gonna think about this I'm, I'm not willing to look at this this is too difficult this is too hard and and so we have a lot of ways that we try uh, to check out of situations which is what keeps us stuck which is what keeps us arrested in our development is where we're not willing to go through with him and so we we begin to check out and here's why because when you check out you are at some of your most vulnerable points and that check out mentality that shut down I'm not going to think about it mentality is what oftentimes opens the door for the enemy where he sends in deceptive words of false comfort he wants to bring people into your life who will bring false comfort to you people who will understand your offense with someone else who will cater to uh, these things that are really going to be destructive in your life so I want to say to you stay engaged with him don't run away and don't run away from him and don't run away from the relationships that God and the connections that God may be bringing to you in your life not new people for you uh, to idolize or to worship uh, or to become overly dependent on but the real relational connections that are going to speak to you according to who you are and so they they may seem abrupt or they may seem uncaring because again your old stuff thinks if I had people that really cared for me they would never say anything that would upset me but the real people that God's going to put in your life when you don't check out are going to be the people who really believe in you therefore they speak to you as a person who has a real future and because they themselves have gone uh, that way they they are going to pass that on to you by speaking real truth to you uh, and inviting you to depend upon God uh, in greater ways so 
don't run away from God and don't run away during the difficult times from the people that God has put in your life. Uh, another thing I would encourage you to look at is to be ruthless in your own life in dealing with this desire to control. And so even when it comes because of fear and hurt and difficult times and you feel overwhelmed and the pressure is so great, I'm going to encourage you to be ruthless in dealing with your own uh, patterns of trying to control. And that means in being ruthless, it means that you won't lie to yourself, that you won't make excuses for yourself. You'll stay with Holy Spirit and really let Him uh, walk you into facing not just the ways that you're trying to stay in control, not just focusing on the behavior, but again, He's going to be getting to the core source. Why such a deep need for control? Why are you feeling so driven to have to make sure that everything is just so? He's going to reveal things to you because he knows. We, we don't really know. <laughs> you know, he really knows what's really going on inside of us. And so oftentimes, you know, the desire to control circumstances to avoid being hurt again is this form of checking out where we're going to try to shut things down. But, but we want to be ruthless in saying no no, I'm not going to try to control all of this. I'm not going to try to control these people. And then begin to release that desire to God and let Him begin to work in you in those specifics. And this is, brings us to my last point, which is what you're really doing when you begin to face these things and begin to be willing to stay with Him is that what you're really doing is allowing the Lord to take His rightful place instead of letting other people fill that void or where you try to fill the emptiness and the fear and the insecurity. And so, you know, relationships with other people are very important. Our friends, our family, the people that God puts in our life to help walk us through things. But ultimately, God is the only one who can fill the deep, deep emotional and spiritual needs that you have in your life. So you can't look to receive from others that which only God can give. God is the source of love in your life. He wants to love you. That deep love deficit that you have, God himself wants to fill it. And he is bringing you, this is one of the core aspects of discipleship, he is bringing you closer to himself. He's bringing you to himself that he is love. And so that is a lesson that we learn at deeper levels over and over and over again. And we learn it. This is lifestyle learning. We learn it step by step. And this will bring us out of the dangerous place of idolizing people where we think if I could just find the right person or if this person who is so awesome, would pay attention to me. If I could be close to them, then that would make me somebody. My friends, you are somebody to God, and He has made you new in Christ so that you could be 100% compatible with Him. That's why you were made new, so that you could be one with Him, where He truly, He is really going to be able to meet your deepest need for love, security, to be acceptable, to be, to be safe, to be 
uh, close, to belong. All of the needs that we have, the need for attention. Come on now, he thinks about you more times in one day than there are sands on the seashore. My friends, you have a huge need for attention. Turn towards him right now and say, Father, I'm going to receive all the attention that you want to give me. Father, I'm going to receive right now the love that you have for me. You see, this gets real when we begin to walk with him in this way. So I took a little more time with that than I planned, but I hope that this really helps you to recognize that redefining discipleship, this lifestyle learning, this is real. This is where we really live. And this is how you and him together can begin to know one another and live in deep abiding love and fellowship. And I promise you, it will affect everything about your life. Okay? And it will cause you to walk in your assignment. Yes, it will cause your giftings to be developed. But my friends, in all things I tell people, I promise you Him. That's what I'll promise you if you go this way, is I promise you Him. He is enough. And it is in Him and with Him that you will discover who you really are and everything else that comes with that. So stay with Him in this time of deep development, that deep need for control that you've been trying to meet. If you let God love you, He'll run fear out of doors because you will be literally baptized into confidence. Confidence in Him and confidence into who He has made you to be to Him. All right? So that's probably enough for today. I love you all. Until next time. If you'd like information on how to book Nancy McCready for an event or speaking engagement, visit nancymccready.com.